from your music alternative, 93, WJAXAM, Jacksonville. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Until you talk, Commander. Like a rot down there. That's your choice. For how long? For as long as it takes you to make up your mind. Lieutenant, this is barbaric. Commander, this is war. Our mystery drama, Escape from Anvil, was written especially for the Mystery Theater and stars Gordon Gould. I shall return shortly with Act One. It is the winter of 43. To attack the Germans via a landing in Italy, the Allies planned to drive ashore at Anzio, a military action called Operation Shingle. Basic to Shingle's success were heavy bombing runs and flying fortresses. Unfortunately, on one such mission, Wing Commander Jack Hastings ran into the bad luck of being shot down. Bail out, everybody! Bail out, Tony! The canopy! Stock. Well, kick it! Kick it! See you down there! Happy landing! The darndest thing come to your mind when you're bailing out over enemy territory. I kept hearing Field Marshal Alexander's instructions and me reading them in the briefing room. Fifth Army will prepare an amphibious operation of two divisions to carry out an assault landing on the beaches in the vicinity of Rome with object of cutting the enemy lines of communication and threatening the rear of the German 14th Corps. So he took off. And now look at me, floating down into Italy. My ship in a flat-out nosedive. Goodbye, old fortress. Hope the rest of the crew made it. Ground's coming up fast. Got the missile trees and veer off into the hayfield. Up, Harry. Up, Harry. Okay, you made your point. I don't quarrel with anyone holding a pitchfork. You speak English? I speak English. Just give me a hand getting out of this parachute. Harness, will you, pal? Uh, just pull at those cords. Yes, there. And I can see myself. And, uh, say, tell your friend to put away his revolver, okay? You stay. I no help you. Okay, then, just back off. I take you prisoner. Now, don't be daft, man. You like having your country occupied by the Germans? 
That's why we're here, all of us, to get the Germans out. Well, at least let's go find those who jumped out of the fortress when I did. Where did you see the plane come down? Don't move. Don't move, I said. Oh, listen, Don. I'm not staying in this harness, see? I don't care what you do with that pitchfork. And you better tell your buddy. Ow. His hand is shaking so much, he wouldn't be able to hit anything. You Ow. are my prisoner. Yes. Yeah, sure. Listen, somewhere around here, I got a couple of friends who bailed out the same time I did. Did you see a plane come down? Bailed out? Yeah, we got shot down by the ACAC of the Germans. The ones occupying this country. Your country. Airplane come down over here. Why you attack us? My good friend. You both Italian? Yes, we Italian. It's my son with pistol. Why you throw fire in our homes? I I can't explain it. My name is Hastings. I'm no German. I'm English. See my insignia? The Germans are the enemy, understand? The Germans do not bomb us. Germans are friends. Mussolini of Duce. He tell us. You my prisoner. Mussolini say take prisoner. Look, I don't want to argue politics with you, but I do want to find my friends. Now, did you see anyone come down in this field? Or in that forest over there? You know, like me. Down? Down from the sky? Hey, Jack! Jack, it's me, Tony! Tony! Take it easy. I'd like you to meet my two farmer friends. Uh, Papa is the one with the pitchfork, and Sonny Boy is the one with the gun. You! Come here! I take you prisoner, too. Hey, Jack, am I glad to see you. Yeah. See any of the others? Uh, not one. I saw a couple heading for the other side of the river, and then I lost sight of them. That's miles away. Avanti, you two come with us. Hey, Morelli, aren't you Italian? Yeah, my folks are. I was born in Brooklyn. Speak to them in their own language. I tried to make them understand that we're his friends, but Papa says we bomb his country, that we're his enemy. I can't speak to him any better than you can. What do you mean? speak to him in Italian. Jack, I don't speak Italian. You mean you never learned it at home? I don't know. settled it. We've got no choice. We'll have to go along with him. Hey, hey, hey! Son of farmers jabbing at me with his pistol. Where are you taking us? We go to Polizza. You still got police here in Italy? Aren't they all in the army? You two, start the walk. Watch in front of us. Okay, okay. Just just tell your boy he doesn't have to keep poking me in the back with that gun. March. Okay, pal. You lead the way. No. You lead. I go behind you. And just don't let me take the wrong turning, will you? Hey, hey, Jack. Looks like a German transport truck coming up behind us. You better decide fast. When that truck passes, are we going to run for it and take a chance the farmer with the pistol as a bad shot? Or... Jack, I'm reading your mind. Or we hit your run. Yeah, the truck is slowing up and kicking up a lot of dust. Hey, you, a farmer, better step off the road. That truck isn't stopping. Hey, suppose there's a bunch of German soldiers under that tarpaulin. That's the chance we have to take. Let's go. A running jump and grab that tailboard. <laughs> hasn't lost his skill. That's the way I'd hit you right on the Brooklyn trolley car. Yeah, even the driver didn't see us. Lucky the back was empty. Hey, did you see the expression on those two faces <laughs> as we left them? Yeah, I wish I knew which way this truck was heading. Yeah, maybe we ought to get out of our flying gear. Yeah, don't. If you're caught out of uniform, they might take it into their heads to shoot you as a spy. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. I think he's heading the right way for us, towards the sea. I wonder if it's going to come off. 
The assault landing on the beaches. We've got to get back to our outfit. If the Germans catch us, we're out of the war for good. Jack, I hope this truck takes us there. At least to the seacoast. Grab a small boat at night, try to get picked up by one of our own subs. Hey, the truck's slowing down. Hey, Jack, uh, <laughs> I think we made our last jump. Which one? The one from the frying pan into the fire. Uh, 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 uh. A German patrol with machine guns aimed right for us. Ralph, you two out. That sounds like the voice of a friend, the enemy. You first, Tony. What kind of an internment camp is this, Lieutenant? I asked the questions, Wing Commander. Now, Lieutenant, I've been giving you answers for five hours now. You can't say I haven't been cooperative. You've talked for five hours, Commander, but have you revealed anything? Have you? That's for German intelligence to find out, no? Hmm. And my co-pilot, he was in here for three hours before I was. I don't think you have any cause for complaint. Uh, being Commander, I apologize. Reflex action. That's how we're taught. Bark at the prisoners, be stern, uncompromising. Don't show any personal interest. You are a professional soldier. I am a professional flyer. All I want to know is, are we in this camp for the duration of the war, or what? No. You have a long trip ahead of you. To Rome, I hope. In the opposite direction. The only address I am at liberty to give you is internment camp number 10. For the lucky one. Are you shooting prisoners of war? Is that what's going on? Orders. You don't shoot POWs. They are traitors. Italians who refuse to fight. What? You and the Italians are allies. Are you going to shoot every Italian who lays down his arms? There has been no official surrender. Since when do allies shoot one another? When are we getting transferred out of this murder camp? You will be told as soon as I am told. It could be in five weeks or in five minutes. There are a number of British and American flyers here. I hope my crew is among them. Any chance of my finding out? Such permission is not included in my orders but you will all be moved together. That's something. A convoy of trucks. Is that it? Trucks? Wing Commander Hastings, my advice to you is to keep your boots and stockings dry. That is all I can tell you at this point. Jack, what do you suppose he meant by that? Keep your shoes and stockings dry. Just what he said, Tony. We're not riding to internment camp number 10. We're walking. Ah. Did he say when? He gave me two dates. Five weeks or five minutes. I wonder which. Achtung! Attention! All prisoners, file out. Form double line. Leave nothing behind. Yeah, you can stop wondering, Tony. Sounds like we start our march right now. Nothing like a long walk in the country, I always say. Exactly what I was thinking, Tony. It might be the best chance we'll ever get to escape. Escape. It's on every POW's mind. And it sure was on mine. Tony and I kept our eyes open as the long line of prisoners started out on the trek east to the German internment camp. Yeah, it's true. We might get shot trying. But you've got to try, don't you? 
With death on every side, Wing Commander Jack Hastings never hesitated to spin the dice for an even chance of winning. In this case, I'd say the odds against escaping the Germans and staying alive were a lot less than 50-50. However, let's stay in the game. We might just see Jack Hastings pull it off, even if it is almost over his dead body. I'll return shortly with Act Two. What is the name of the escape game? Self-preservation. History is tracked with footprints of those who have run, dodged, dug tunnels, scaled walls to freedom. Or as in the case of our downed flyers, caught and marched to an internment camp. It takes bluff and patience, daring and endurance. Some don't have it. Some do. Some can't make it. Others can like Wing Commander Jackie. The German Army manual method of guarding prisoners consists of a truck at the head of the column, machine guns pointing at the POWs. Every hundred feet or so, another truck, also armed, keeps watch. As does one at the very end of the column. Tommy guns on the ready. Hey, Jack. Yeah? Have you noticed our guards don't watch us so carefully when we're on a long, straight road? Well, shall we play dead? Collapse and fall off the road? Together? Safer if we would do it one at a time. You want to be first, Jack? Okay. I'll try to pick a spot where I see a lot of dead lying in the ditch. Dive in there with them. You keep moving, Tony. I'll jump as soon as you do. No, don't do that. Wait. Pick a spot further up. Well, how will I find you? Wherever you land, don't move till it gets good and dark. And the prisoner column is way out of sight. From here on, Tony, we've got to make it out of Italy on our own. Good luck, pal. The next time I see you, I hope it'll be on the flight deck in a fortress or a liberator ready to take off. Jump! Right here, go on! This is a great safe place! It is? Why? Look at that sign pointing to the next town. It says Morelli. That's my last name. If that isn't a good luck omen, I don't know what is. Go on, jump! Now! <laughs> Jumping into the ditch and playing dead at that moment, which I did, cured me for all time of the efficacy of superstition. I landed right next to a dead soldier, but what I didn't see was a bayonet. It ran right through my thigh. The column of prisoners was still marching by. I had to hold my scream of pain, pushing my face into the mud and holding my breath for what seemed like an hour. I passed out. When I came to, it was the next morning. I couldn't get my leg to move. So I pulled myself along with my arms and my one good leg. Across the field, I could see a girl milking a cow. Had she seen me? I saw you. Wait here. I can't wait out here. I'll be seen. Is there somewhere you could hide me? I look around the side of the barn. If my father is not here, I bring you inside. I can't make it alone. I can't walk. I'm sorry. You're bleeding. I did not see before. Yeah, I ran into someone's bayonet. It doesn't hurt anymore, but my leg won't obey me. It must have cut the nerves or something. I'll hide you in this stack. Well, 
I'm, I'm afraid I can't make it that far. You just fly back. No, I'll pull you there from your shoulder. Oh, oh. bandages or anything. It's best not to disturb the wound. No bandages. Here, look. My petticoat. I don't need a petticoat. Too much clothes is impossible to work in the field. Say, hey, now. It's my clothes. I can do what I want with it, no? I guess. I make your leg good. Oh. I tie it up and then I put you in the barn where you're safe from the journey. How do you know I'm not German? Oh, Italian women know a German when they see one. No, you are no German. Now, hold still. I'm very good. You won't find a better nurse in Anger than Sophia. Sophia. That's your name? Sophia. Mine's Jack. Uh, how do you do? Oh, oh dear. Trousers cut away. No, the cut is not too deep. I have some salt. I'll put it on. Oh, oh. does that hurt? Do I have to tell you? You are brave. You can't be in the war business and cry out every time it hurts. Oh, that will hold. I think the bleeding is stopping. Thank you. May I ask you for another favor? Oh, you don't even have to ask. Could I have some milk out of that pail? It's been a long time since I've eaten. Oh, I should have thought of that. I bring you bread, cheese, and some wine. A nice deal. I come back quickly. I'll be right here. I'm not going anywhere. Jack! Jack! Where are you, Jack? I'm practicing walking, Sophia. Look at me. I come to ask you if you want some supper. Sophia, I've had my last meal in your barn. I'm moving on. It's only five days since you've been here. Jack, you're not well enough to go anywhere yet. Your leg is only beginning to heal. My dear Sophia, every hour I wait here in your father's barn is an hour I am closer to being discovered. I hear the patrols going up and down the road every night. Don't you understand? I must do something besides growing this miserable beard. Understand? I understand only that you are not well enough to walk. I am afraid for you. You're a sweet girl. You saved my leg. I'm fond of you also. But I must get back to my outfit. I love you, Jack, too. I could not bear to think of you in danger. I'll show you how well I am. Watch me walk. See? Look at me. You didn't know it, Sophia. But every day, I've been practicing. I walk to the cow and back. I walk to the ladder leading to the hayloft. Look at me. You can hardly tell there's anything wrong with that leg. Now, what about clothes? I'm going to need more than your father's trousers and his shoes. You freely go? Oh, how can I not? Peace hasn't come yet. Don't you want the Germans out of Italy? Not that I'm going to win this thing single-handedly. But I can't hide out the war in a barn. 
Here's a bar of chocolate and some cheese. I tie up in a handkerchief. Oh, thanks. Oh, I'm leaving. I think it's dark enough to get a good start. Let me walk in front of you to make sure. Let me give you a hand with that barn door. I might as well practice using my strength. Has it only been the five days I've been cooped up in there? Sophia, you have beautiful night air here in Italy. I shall always remember it. Is that all you will remember? How stupid of me. Of course not. Look at me going out in just a shirt, a coat, and a hat. There they are. I'll go get them. Uh, first time I run, I fall down. John, are you all right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh. Thanks. Now, there it is. Just what I need, standing there in the field. A scarecrow. Good thing I remembered. Now, help me get the coat and the hat off the scarecrow. Strangely enough, walking along the Italian roads in the middle of a war, dressed in a scarecrow's cast-off, attracted no attention at all. I knew I had to head in the direction of the coast to try to find a boat. Somewhere out there, there'd be British or American submarines. My only way to get back to my outfit. But the more I walked, the more my leg ached. Sophia was right. I hadn't given enough time to heal. I wondered if I could see her again. Days became nights, and nights became days. Huh? Hey, boss, me I got no papers, no house, no wife, no kids. I got nothing. Where did you get such a beard? Hmm? I promised my Sophia not to shave until Mussolini, he win the war. Where's your home? Roma, Roma. You visiting Rome? I live there. What is a foreigner doing living in Rome during the occupation by the Third Reich? Who's a foreigner? I'm Italian. You speak English very well. You speak good too. My training. Mine too. Italians do not only speak Italian. Say something in Italian. Who, me? Say something in Italian. Go ahead. Actually, I don't speak Italian. I was brought up in England. Were you? So you're English, posing as an Italian? I have not told you the truth. 
I was wondering when we might come around to that. That's a magnificent beard you have grown, Wing Commander. But I recognized you right away. I recognized you too, Lieutenant. Welcome home. This is not my home. But it will be until the war is over. Unfortunately, I do not have suitable accommodations for someone of your rank, but I shall make an especial effort to have you carefully watched. I'm not partial to a prisoner who escapes from me twice. Sorry, but I accept the compliment. And by the way, although we may not shoot an enemy airman in civilian clothes, we have no compunction of shooting any Italian who may have assisted in hiding you. In there with the other prisoners. Hastings, Tony Morelli. I never expected to see you here. It's the luckiest day of my life. Good for you. I've had luckier, but it's good to see you, Tony. How did we get put in the same cell? There is only one cell. This is my father's hometown. There was never any crime here, so all they needed was one cell for Saturday night drunks. This town is where your family comes from? There sure is. Look, my folks uh, emigrated to Brooklyn, which is where I was born. Of course, I visited here as a child. In fact, uh, I know this town like the back of my hand. We're all related here. If you know this place so well, how did the Nazis catch you? I walked in the front door of the town hall. I thought the mayor must be a Morelli like me, and he'd hide me. So what happened? I didn't even get the chance to unbutton my shirt and show him the family mark tattooed on my arm when our old friend, the German lieutenant, walked in. If you know your town that well... You must know a way out, Tony. Hey, don't worry, Jack. I'll find it. I've got ten generations of Morellis watching over me. War. A series of accidents, generally fatal, have a way of bringing out the ingenuousness of its participants. Here are two aviators whose mission was to soften up the Italian coastline before an Allied invasion and who find themselves prisoners instead of attackers. Since ours is a story of stamina and stratagem, I doubt very much that the upcoming third act won't find them equal to the task, even with the odds weighted against them. Courage plays a large part in the success of any escape. But so does chance. Casanova had all but dug himself out of prison when he was transferred. Had Winston Churchill not narrowly escaped death in the Boer War, what might have been the outcome of World War II? A sentry sleeps or wakes. A dog barks. Wire clippers are lost. A prisoner coughs. Chance. Here, too, Bad luck dogged the footsteps of Jack Hastings, who has been twice recaptured by the same German lieutenant. Our Act Three curtain rises as the lieutenant appears at the cell door. Commander, I think we shall transfer you. Did you have a pleasant reunion with your co-pilot? You mean you're booting me out? I just got here. I believe it might be inadvisable for you to remain in the same cell as Herr Anthony Morelli. Come along, bitte. But it's very cozy. I like it here. So long, Jack. Good luck. Hold on a minute, Lieutenant. What difference does it make where you lock me up? Ask your co-pilot, uh, Morelli. What difference does it make? I don't know what you're talking about. Let me just say, it is the name of this town that makes the difference. Do I have a point there, Herr Morelli? 
What is the name of this place? This town is called Morelli. It's named after my great-great-great, I don't know how many great-grandfathers. You see, my dear commander, your co-pilot is related to practically everyone in this town. And having you here might put temptation into his mind. So let us say, for security reasons, the Third Reich would prefer the two of you separated. My dear Wing Commander, I am quite interested to learn who it is who assisted you when you escaped from the column of prisoners being sent to internment camp number 10. I don't know what you're talking about, Lieutenant. The Italians and ourselves are allies. I confess that we of the Third Reich have found them a weak ally. That is why I am personally going to discover who in this part of Italy is helping our enemies. And I shall have those traitors shot. Lieutenant, for the sake of argument, if my life was saved by some Italian, as you believe, someone who, for the sake of argument, did not care for his ally Adolf Hitler, why should I, also an enemy of your Fuhrer, reveal the identity of such a friend? To save your neck. You may need encouragement and persuasion. It is a talent I happen to be extremely gifted in. Persuasion? In the center of this town is an ancient stone well. It may very well date back to the Roman times. You will be lowered into that well, Commander, and kept inside that well until such times as you are persuaded to save your skin. Bear in mind, those Italians who are not with us are against us. Certainly you're joking. Am I? A friend of the enemy is a traitor to the Reich and must be dealt with accordingly. Remember that, Wing Commander. And remember also that until you tell me what I wish to know, your wings will remain clipped. The lieutenant led me to the center of town, a revolver at my head. Word traveled fast in the little town of Morelli, and at the windows surrounding the village square appeared hundreds of faces to watch what was going to happen to me. It was just five in the afternoon. Uh, Wing Commander, can you climb down this rope? I suppose so, hand over hand. How far down? Can you climb down to the water at the bottom? Lieutenant, you're not serious about this, are you? I have a bad leg. It'll take me some time. In that case, since you admit to having a bad leg or no bad leg, you can climb down into the well. And that means you can also climb up and escape. Therefore, other means will have to be used to ensure you remain with us. Escape? I wouldn't dream of it. You won't find it so amusing down there. After a few solitary days, you may wish to change your mind. And tell us who was hiding you and where they live. Soldier, the rope fit there. Wing Commander, we shall tie this around your middle and lower you to the bottom of the well. How high the water is, I don't know. I hope it's not higher than your neck. And then, when you have arrived at the bottom, I will throw this end of the rope in after you. How am I going to get out? With that bad leg, it may be a little difficult. But if you choose to assist our hunt after traitors, shout up to the guard and I'll lower another man to bring you up. How deep is it down there? Oh, a hundred feet, perhaps only fifty. 
deep enough to make escape impossible. And there's water at the bottom? There was this morning. You are lowering me into a well and plan to keep me there until I reveal the names of the partisans who hate Mussolini and Hitler and would risk anything to help the Allies? Ah, you have stated it better than I could. Lieutenant, this is barbaric, Commander. This is war. I couldn't bring myself to believe he'd go through with it. But the moment they started tying me with that rope, I put up one heck of a struggle. Next thing I knew, a rifle butt had connected with the back of my head. And when I came to, I was at the bottom of the well in about a foot of water, the rope thrown down after me. I felt the walls, slimy, wet. Not many toeholds. Let me out of here. Help! Will someone come and help me out of here? it in here. Good. Now, lean back. If I can get enough pressure, I can lift the other foot. Now. One foot higher. Can't see anything. The slime. Slime. At least I'm out of the water. Keep climbing. Got it. Think she's going to keep me down here. The other foot now. Oh, there's a hole here. Good. Now, here, between these stones, there's a space. Now, one more. Higher. Oh, I, hold on. Keep going, Hastings. Keep going. Oh, no. Now, help. How long was I out? I don't know. Where am I? Well, I looked up to the top. It was black. Was this the same night? Or had they put a cover over the well? I lay in a heap in the water. My bad leg turned under me. I tried to raise my head. It was bleeding. Was that why I couldn't seem to... I couldn't seem to... Jack, I'm here, Jack. Wake up. Sophia? Yes, Jack. Sophia. I wasn't asleep. Just stunned. I tried to climb out and I... I couldn't. Oh, it's your bad foot. The one you cut on the bayonet. Sophia. How did you get in here? Down here at the bottom of the well. Oh, there's a secret entrance. I came as quickly as I could. Sophia, can we get out the way you came in? Yes. I must bring you food and water. You're not strong enough to get up and walk. I'll bring food, Jack. I'll bring food. I'll bring... Sophia! Sophia! Am I dreaming? Am I losing my mind? A cloud of sound covered my senses. Was that an air raid over the town? 
Was that Tony calling out to me? The real Tony? Or my imagination again? Jack, there's an air raid going on up here. It's pandemonium. I'm coming for you. Jack, will you answer me? I'm here, Tony. Come and get me. I've got a grappling hook. I'll lower it easy. You wind it around you and leave the rest to me. By heaven, the nightmare was over. He got me out of there. I kind of leaned against the well when I was pulled to the street. There we were, in the town square of Morelli. It was deserted. Can you walk, Jack? Sure, sure. Can you run? I'll try. Oh, here comes the 18th Squadron. Am I running too fast for you? Just a little. My darn leg. I want to get across the square before anyone sees it. Where are we going? Got a first cousin who's going to get us out of town. This door! This door! Found it! Break through into the courtyard. Pasquale! We're here! Pasquale! Where is he? Where are we? Should it be right here? We haven't much time. How did you get out of your cell? Oh, the guard is my fifth cousin, twice removed. I showed him the royally tattoo. Oh, it's about time, Pasquale. Where you been? you got five minutes before the all-clear stop. And then the town will climb out of the shelter. Pasquale, hey, this is uh, Jack Hastings. You got the clothes? Right there. One for you and one for a taller man, just like you said. Hey, Jack, let's put these on real fast. Italian officers. Safe is close to where? Hey, better than being a German officer. This way, if we get stopped, I can always fake a little Italian. Okay, let me get the pants on. Easy, I got a bad leg. Hey, those pants fit you great. Okay. The shoes next, and then the uh, Pasquale. They uh, wheel in the motorcycle and the sidecar, huh? One the motorcycle and the sidecar coming up. Is that our transportation? You're wearing the officer's cap, so you'll sit in the sidecar. I'm your driver. We're going to ride right up to the beach, giving the old fascisti salute. Then what? Got it all worked out. If there's any way to get out of Italy fast, it's by boat. My grandfather's uncle has a fishing boat. He's waiting for us. Every night, the Germans train searchlights along the seacoast waiting for an invasion. But you and I know it's coming from way above Anzio. We've got minesweepers working out there clearing the way. Who told you that? I got word through my fifth cousin that my grandfather's uncle has a boat. When it gets dark, he's going to take us to one of our minesweepers. He's a very good sailor. I hope he's good at praying. For what? That we don't hit a mine before our sweepers get to it. Hey, hey, hey! That's the sea. Look down there. Now to find a place to hide this three-wheeler. We're not going to get that chance. Roadblock up ahead. Oh, lucky us. They're Germans. All we have to do is pretend we don't understand them. That's not the problem. Let's hope they don't understand pig, Latin, Italian. Where are you going? I'm Gione. What is your business there? Lasagna mi tortoni, un mozzarella. Ah, to speak German. I don't speak Italian. You, you in the sidecar. Why are you going to Anzio? Antione, antipasto vitello piccata. I don't understand you. Whoever you are, you must think we German border guards are terrible fools. You will remove yourself from this motorcycle and get into this army truck. The driver has orders. Where you shall be taken. Uh, 
And now we're in for it, Jack. Locked in a truck, feet and hands tied, probably headed for the nearest firing squad. You and your antipasto vitella piccata. I wanted to say linguine, but I couldn't think of the Italian for clam sauce. Well, the joke is over. It's on us. Hey, you think we can overpower the driver? From here, he looks like a small kid. His loaded revolver is probably also small. Come on, let's edge over to him. Crunch along the floor of the truck. What do we have to lose? Let's get him. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Hey, the driver's a woman. Just stay where you are till I drive this truck over the hills so we be out of sight. It's Sophia. Sophia, how did you get here? How did you know we'd be heading for the coast? When we get there, I'll tell you all about it. To friend Tony, his lost of garden. In the meantime, get back, lie on the floor, and act like you're helpless. Okay. I just can't believe that of all the people in Italy who would turn up, at the last minute, it'd be you. Would you believe it anymore, Jack? If I told you I had a dream about you being kept prisoner at the bottom of the town well? You dreamt the same dream I dreamt? Ah, we'll talk about it later. This is one of the unforgettable stories of war escape. And it did happen to Wing Commander John Hastings and co-pilot Anthony Morelli. Two months later, they were on their way back to a U.S. aircraft carrier, fighting in the same theater of war. Multiply this story tenfold and you have a good picture of the men who fought, were captured, and escaped to fight on yet another day. I shall return shortly. Personally, I'm against settling an international dispute by killing. But that doesn't mean I don't admire brave men. Like those eulogized by Sir Andrew Barton who said, Fight on, fight on, my merry men. I'm a little hurt, but I'm not slain. I lay me down and bleed a while. Then I'll rise up and fight with you again. Our cast included Gordon Gould, Bob Caliban, Sam Gray, and Cynthia Adler. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Well, that's a tough story to swallow. Now, you say you were there earlier, but you did nothing. You left your fingerprints accidentally, and then some killer just happens to come in later. That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess your fabulous luck still holds. You have got an alibi. An alibi? Yeah. Well, the murder was committed at 3 a.m., and at that moment you were with this lady, and all she has to do is testify. Testify? Hmm. Knowing your taste in women, I'm sure she's a classy lady, and that no jury would ever dream of doubting her word. But I can't ask her to testify. Why not? Oh, right. Yeah, she's married, huh? That's part of it. Big. All I can say is that without that alibi, they got you for murder during the commission of a felony. And a death penalty is getting popular again. Dick, she has to testify. This is Tammy Grimes inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs> 